just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. G'day and welcome to the proper true yarn podcast. My name's Knuckles and uh, this is a show where we extract the wildest, the loosest and these funniest yarns from across the, uh, I guess, this planet of ours and... Uh, Today in the studio, I've currently got a good mate of mine, um, Dan the Kandanga Whopper Burnett. He's here to tell a few few properties of a few mad yarns he's got across the table, a couple of gambling yarns, a couple of um, rooting yarns, a bit of everything. So uh, how you going, Wobster? I'm good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. So uh, Dan, tell us a proper true yarn. Well, I've got one there that comes to mind straight off the top of the bat and we'll get it out the way pretty fast, but I uh, left the old Ringo's there one night and... Uh, I uh, had a bird there with me and uh, you know that place right next door there that Ringo's got the, um, where you walk in, it's got the sofas there. Went in there, had the Sheila and I'll tell you what, best sex I ever had right there on that little couch out the front of that place, eh? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Didn't even make it upstairs to the room. But anyway, yeah, no, we'll tell a few yarns today and we'll see what we can get out of us. I think um, one comes to mind about me Bucks party and, and you and you and young, <laughs> young Reesey. I think think that yarn should be yeah. one of the highlights off the start. You're not wrong. Yeah. We uh, go dancing there and got this young girl there and my mate got the other, got her friend and mum and dad said, come on, we're going home. And they said, nah, we're staying out tonight. We're going to go stay at the friend's place. And anyway, we ended up around their place and there was a bit on there. There was only one bed and she was a one-bedroom apartment. And anyway, started on the couch and finished in the shower and there was a bit of huffing and puffing going on and... Yeah, that was pretty wild. So old Reesey's side of the story was old Dan was dragged back and he's, um yeah, there's only one bed, so Reese was in the bed and then uh, Dan's taking her into the bathroom and he's, yeah, giving her a fair tune in the bathroom and next thing old love comes out and she's going, <laughs> like this and she's leading against the bed and she's, <laughs> and Reese's like, what, you're right, darling, you're right? And she goes, <laughs> he goes, what's wrong? She goes, <laughs> Mightn't have been big, but fuck, he give it to me. <laughs> Fucking. Oh. As the old saying goes, there, knuckles. I don't. Uh, I don't want to claim to have the biggest dick in town. I just want the busiest. Yeah. <laughs> Proper tree yarn. You've heard it. Heard it straight from the Wopster. So yeah. What's the couple of big big punts you've been having, Woppy? Oh well. What, what would be the largest, but you know, punt that you've had? Well, yeah. We uh, night down the casino there one night. You were there and. I remember we were in the bloody casino there. We had the 10-gallon hats on and a bit of a crowd following us around and we had a few free games up there on the pokies and I just said to the boys, I'll, I'll show her a big one, see what see what we can do, see what this thing does. One push, $548 <laughs> and 
90 cents, I think it was. <laughs> and she was all gone. Our three games was over in three hits. <laughs> so bang, bang. Eight or 900 and it was all gone in three pushes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, we back a few, eh? We get on, a, get on a few. I was just saying there before, we were at the Phoenix there last night and we had $300 in the old account there and, yeah, got up to 11 and a half, I think, and I pulled out nine, nine and a half this morning there. It's not Which, a bad yeah, little pun, eh? Oh, we were backing dogs everywhere all over the place, Helen Bags and UK yeah. and... Yeah, Everywhere. Right. Fucking Jesus. But uh yeah, no, we no luck on the pokes last night, but we went all right on the doggies. Any uh any yarns from out that chinchilla country, what bit of wild stuff goes on there out there or what? Yeah, there's a few 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 wild yarns there. We uh were at the pub one night and this um, young fella come up to us and you could just tell something was a bit off. And uh he showed a fair bit of interest in a mate of ours there and come time to go home he uh he come over the cab and he said, Any any chance of getting in and coming home with you fellas and uh, no way in hell. And, uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, had a bit of a fancy on for a mate of ours, Tommy. Reckons he looked real good in his mummy shirt that he had on. Old Tommy Wheeler, there. Yeah. He tracks them all, big and small, yeah, Tommy. Yeah. Fellas and all. And uh, anyway, yeah, no, it was no getting in the cab for him, but it's a bit of wild, yeah, wild country out there in Chinchilla, I'll tell you. Yeah, take a bit of everything out in that country, eh? Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. We uh, played a bit of poker out there one night, and I. Uh, I think I drank about a 1125 bottle of rum there back when they made them and uh, I had to walk home because they kicked me out. I was pretty pissed and I went to bed and I woke up. One of the biggest sallies I've ever seen sitting on the side of my bed rubbing me and I thought, like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> anyway, I uh, heard them out there. They were making a few cheese toasties or something and anyway, she come back in rubbing me again and I threw a few cakes of soap at her to get her out. But, uh, yeah, that was a pretty wild night too. Was, yeah, I, I remember seeing a video. I, did you give her a hit or no? No, I didn't. I did not give her a hit, I'll tell you. I did not give her a hit. No no, but, uh, no fear. No fear. No fear. What no was fear. here yeah. is the yarn I'm yeah, always told. No, no I, didn't, I didn't give her a hit, but I, there was another girl there from out there. We uh, we played up there one night. There was uh, three of us there. We ended up back at her place. And Anyway, I was gonna, thought I was going to get the job done and I said to me, mate, make sure you shut the door and don't let the cat out. Next thing... He let the cat out and all of a sudden the route was over. We weren't getting one because we had to go catch the pussy. <laughs> She's gone. Anyway, tin of whiskers and fucking bit of dry cat food and we had the cat back in and the job was back on and <laughs> went from there. She well, um, well, she did come over a couple of days later there and uh, she brought over a friend and um, we're all sitting there around the table. and Another cat too? What? No, no, no cat here, but she uh, she come over and... Um, she says, uh, she says, oh, brought a friend in and that, and we're sitting there at the table and boss is there and everyone's there and all that sort of thing. She says, well, we're going to fuck or what? And this is in front of everyone sitting at the table. And I said, well, I suppose, slipping the door here. So my room was straight opposite the kitchen table. I left it ajar and we got in there and she says, now, look. She said, I'm on me period and I've never had anal, but stick it in me ass and we'll try it. <laughs> so I bent her over and fucking fed it to her. How'd that go? Well, not too bad because she sucked me off afterwards. <laughs> Proper tree, young. I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Live, live from, was that in Chinchilla? Yeah, last name Karcher and I called a spitwater like the gurney. <laughs> it was unreal. <laughs> but yeah, no. Any old Moomba yarns out in that country? Oh, Moomba. i tell you what I did. I got a fresh one out of Moomba the other day. I wasn't there, but I did hear about it. But yeah, that Moomba's pretty wild. We got down there in a minka there one afternoon and got on a few beers and played up and went back to camp. And uh, yeah, no, we, we play up a bit down there. There's this uh, young lass down there working behind the bar and I uh, heard this second hand but I believe it to be pretty true and uh, a couple of fellas got the young girl back there one night and they 
Yeah, she wanted both of them. So yeah. one at the front and one at the back. And anyway, next thing, uh, there was two at the back and one was underneath and the other fella was on top and the nuts were slapping. And Holy. One fella said, pull out. And the other fella said, okay. And they both pulled out and she farted. And next thing, there was shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Covered. Covered. Uh, both of them ended up in the shower together washing, washing <laughs> each other. And they went out to ask her what happened. And the bed sheets was gone and she was gone. And that was it. Yeah, right. But uh, I did hear that second hand, but. I believe it to be pretty true. Pretty true. Yeah. Did um Cameron's Corner there was it a bit oh, of show? Oh, Cameron's Corner. We run a right route there. Tell tell everyone in the, out there about uh, where even where Cameron's Corner is because a lot of people probably wouldn't fucking well, know. Cameron's Corner, three states. The only place you can play golf in three different states in one afternoon. And, and, pit, uh, and piss and too. And piss too. Yeah, I suppose you could be in four if you if you yeah. give it a nudge out there. I remember Stan, the old boy, took us out there. And I stood on the post. This is the post. Yeah, that's on the on the border of all three states. Yep. I stood up on top of the post as young fella. And yep. Yeah, yeah, give a bit of a squiz and pissed in three states yep. at once. Yep. Yeah, you can do a, do a twirl on the post there and do all that. You uh, so we're in the corner of uh, New South Wales, Queensland, and South Australia. Yeah, that's right. And we uh, we played golf there one afternoon, three states golf, and uh, there's a few beers out there. The bloke we were actually working for, we got him that pissed one night. We pushed him out to the three states in a wheelbarrow, left him out there sleeping. Young Tommy run him out, and Tommy come back, and there's a fair bit of spewing and carrying on going on. But um, we partied pretty hard there one night, and. I think it must have been about 2 o'clock. We went back down to the rooms. There were only little fibro shacks down the back. Doors were only as thin as a bloody sheet of A4 paper. Anyway, Tommy said, oh, get Sam out of bed and see what he's doing. Sam's door was, we thought, was locked. We didn't try the doorknob. Tommy just run at it and it blew off the hinges. And uh, anyway, we got in there and woke Sam up and he wasn't too impressed. And the door was unlocked. Should have just tried the knob first. <laughs> but anyway, I woke up in the morning after this big... Big session, went out and the boss is there and Sam and that and I said, oh, I just got to have a drink. I was in my jocks. I had a drink of water. I said, give us another half and I'll meet you at work. Anyway, Tommy, he's pretty partial to a sleep. So one thirty that afternoon we turned up to the job with uh, all the water and the lunch and needless to say old Sam and the boss weren't real happy. But out there we had a very big drinks bill. I think we were drinking probably two bottles of rum a night plus... 30 cans between four or five of us. Just so, into her. Yeah, we give her a fair nudge out there, eh? But no, it was a pretty wild trip out there, jumping sand dunes on the way to work and doing all sorts of things, but nah, it's pretty good, eh? God's country, eh, they say. It's fucking beautiful. Tibberborough, we did a little job down there. I don't know whether you believe in ghosts or not, but first experience I've ever had with ghosts down there, I tell you. Fucking, I went upstairs, there was three of us on a job. Anyway, we changed rooms. Fucking boss wanted my room, so I give him my room. Then my brother, he wouldn't have his room, so I took his room. And we had a few beers one night, and I got up and I was laying in bed, and I could hear this voice. I thought, something's not right here. And you know how you feel like there's a presence in the room? I was like, fuck, something's here watching me. Anyway, fucking got worse and worse, and I started getting the jitters, so I jumped up. I fucking flipped the sheets, fucking turned the light on, fucking flipped the bed. There's a spare bed in the room. I flipped it. Nah, nothing here. I thought, don't be stupid, you idiot. Nothing's here. So anyway, went to work that day. Next afternoon, I was telling the backpackers about it to work behind the bar and they were all laughing. Yeah, no, no, true ghost up there. Anyway, the owner came over that night and she said to us, she goes, no, actually, there is ghosts, like, actually here. And the girls, they shit themselves. But apparently the cleaner, when she goes up to clean the room, she has to knock on the door twice before she puts the key in. Otherwise, it won't work. Can't get it undone. And that next night, same thing. Ghost was there talking to me again. Scared the shit out of me, but... 
don't know whether you believe in ghosts, but they're true. And I fucking I, I do believe in ghosts. We had I had that experience in Rocky when we're there's an old abandoned house and you used to just go out and another ten we used to go out and fucking like you try to get near it. You'd, yep. We'd park our car and you'd be about fifty meters away. And we'd run up and we fucking, you'd knock on the door, then you'd run like fuck, you know, like, oh, I was still 17, but we're scared anyway. And it was like a challenge who, who could get there and stay at this house. Anyway, is it Parkhurst? Uh, so, like, oh, sort of Mount Archer kind of area. Anyway, it was me, Matty Gorman, Moston Armstrong, and I think, oh, then maybe Cooper, or what, there's another lad. Yeah, so, we've gone up to this house that we, it was fucking abandoned, and we've fucking knocked on the door of this house. Next minute, this door opens and there's a fucking old girl there in a fucking nighty address. And this house is fucking, this is abandoned house. We've all fucking shit and just, just taken off, like fucking peeled out. Like, so I, I can tell you, I, I definitely fucking believe in ghosts because I know that no one fucking lived in that house. Like, yeah, I shit bricks, you know, but fuck, that's probably my only fucking ghost experience I've had. But it's enough to turn me to think there's fucking something else out there, you know. Not wrong. Like fucking hell. You're not wrong. That's your only ghost experience. That was my only ghost experience. Yeah. Like, that's the only time. But I tell you what, I, I tell people that all the time. Like I, I'm not much of a believer in it. I never thought that uh, thought that there was ghosts about. But I tell you, I, I, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you hear so many stories and think fuck off, and then you go, well, to get with that nudge yeah. yourself, and you, I'm fucking getting goosebumps thinking about it now. Not wrong. Like not fucking wrong. hell. Hey, did I tell you about yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Did I tell you about that? No. Ah. Oh. Chasing a few shitters there at home, mustering a few cows and had an old cranky one down the creek there, knocked me clean off the motorbike. My fucking she up me, so I had to give her a, a run down the fucking creek and she was fucking up me ass. Fucking I could feel the water splashing up me back coming off her feet, eh? She was chasing me. We ended up up a tree. I had to climb this tree pretty fast, eh? She was towy. And uh, anyway, 20 minutes before I could get back to me phone. Yeah, right. She's still up me and I had to ring a mate, come down and give me a hand to get her away so I could get my bike back. She's a pretty cranky old cow. I've, I've fucking believe that. I've done some wild fucking mustering jobs at your fucking joint. Hey, you should tell them about that day that barman steer jumped over Oh, I thought I'd fucking. So, yeah, it's only Dan and I and a couple of ponies trying to get these fucking mad cattle in. Anyway, so poor old Roisy's out on me horse and we're fucking up. So, oh, this mad barman steer. Yeah, big yeah, fella. Fucking big. Anyway, he was the only one we needed to get back in and he was turning right on. We chased him for fucking over an hour, oh, like he easy. Was, and he was cranky anyway. So we've got to the top of this hill, and this fucking he's just up to. So he's, I stood there and I thought, fuck, he, he's not gonna have this horse. Next thing, fucking dunk, he's fucking hit me up the fucking side and gone over the back of me fucking horse. Poor old Royce, he didn't know what the fuck was going on. This is a pretty wild <laughs> afternoon, yeah. So, yeah, you go if you go chasing shitters at Burnett's place, be fucking. Yeah, be prepared that they're not that friendly. No, no, definitely not. Yeah, uh, Dan's dad's prone to buying whatever the fuck he can cheap enough at the side yards and deal with it when he gets home, eh? You're not wrong, I tell you. There's some fucking mad push up the yard. Remember that that fucking horny bit cut went up the ass in the yard that oh, time? Yeah, I remember that oh, too. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, this fucking steer that guy bought out of ginger and sale and had these massive fucking horns on it, and I thought I'd be right anyway. I've... It's fucking up me. I've climbed up the yard and busking. Next thing, there's a horn clean up me old clacker. Was not fucking impressed, I can tell you. No, it was pretty towy, that one, too. Yeah, so. Anyway, we're starting to sort them out and get a few quiet ones. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> Just remember, guys, call out. It's my shout. And keep left unless fucking overtaken. Oh, yeah. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.